of Opportunity, a Stargate Rewatch podcast. I'm Carrie. I'm Rachel. And today we're talking about Stargate SG-1 Season 6. Just the whole season. It's our Season 6 wrap-up extravaganza. So strap in, because this is going to be interesting. Actually, I think this is probably going to be the shortest wrap-up ever. It, I think, I mean, interesting might be because, you know, hopefully you've listened to all of our season six episodes before you listen to this one. And most of the time, most of the episodes of this year were like, it was fine. So, so yeah, picking our favorites were more like, what, what stuff do I actually remember happened yeah. that yes. wasn't like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. It's probably gonna be pretty short. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I have I I have a fun game for you at the end. Oh, okay. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> okay. Oh, already then. Yes. Skip to the end now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you must no. listen to the whole thing. All right. Okay. So we're starting with our top five episodes. Yeah. So I basically have a favorite one. Okay. And then two through five were all ones that I liked, but they're pretty interchangeable on the favorite scale. They were just the ones as I was looking through the episode list where I was like, you know what? I actually liked that one. Okay. Well, do we usually do five to one as a sort of countdown, but do we want to go one through five then this time to get the top pick? Okay. Okay, so why don't don't you go ahead first, because you definitely have a favorite. I do! My favorite was actually the other guys. Aha! Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Why? Because it was just so, you know, off to the left side, and it was so funny. I just, I really enjoyed it, where, you know, I was looking back at the list of episodes, and I was like, oh, that one, I I would rewatch that one again! And yeah, okay. I really, I just like that one so much. Okay. Um, not a surprise. My favorite episode is Abyss. <laughs> what? I had no idea. I know. So shocking, right? It's just, oh, it's so good. It's just like, it's just, it's Jack and Daniel in a room talking and doing the thing. And yeah, and we got Ball, who like is awesome. And yeah, it's just all of the things I like about TV. All in one, wrapped up in one episode. Yep. There's hotness, and there's evil, yes. and there's bromance. Yes. All together. Yes. And it made sense. Yes. Cool. Yep. And there you have it. Yep. Um, <laughs> probably also not a surprise, my number two, full circle. Oh, yeah. Well, there you yeah, mm-hmm. go. Because, again, again. It, you know wraps up a lot of things we get daniel back there's like you know doing stargate stuff going through the gate doing the figuring out clues trying to defeat the big bad guy gould and yeah just it's a good stargate story i do it was a pretty good ending when they were like you remember that first planet that we went to we can never ever go back there yep yeah my well my second one was uh memento because as much as we kind of talk about the different cultures that they visit and how they relate to them and how realistic their actions are, I thought this one was a pretty good depiction of if aliens came to Earth, the two overwhelming attitudes that Earth in general mm. would have 
of, oh, hey, these people came out from space and they want to help us learn about ourselves and we can like be friends and we can learn from each other and we can have a lasting relationship with people from space. This is so cool versus no, 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 they're coming down to kill us. They're just waiting for the right opportunity. They're going to kill us. They're going to steal all our stuff. We need to stop this now. That's yes. very true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So that was my second one. Okay. What's your number three? Oh, okay. My number three uh, was Cure. Okay. Because I thought it was a really, really interesting plot twist for how they proceed with the rest of Stargate, really. Oh, yeah. Because, yeah, we get Tritonin from yeah. this. And it's it's what... Yeah, it's a big plot point going forward for the Jaffa and the Gould and their relationship to each other and the dependence of the Jaffa on the Gould, really. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. So The end starts there. It does, yeah. And I like it. What about yours? Uh, the Changeling. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it's so good. It may not be the best Stargate story, but it's just such a really good story of, like, this one guy going through this horrible traumatic experience and how people cope with things like that and, like, what the brain does and where the mind goes when dealing with trauma and everything. And I not think true. it's fascinating it was fun to talk about that one it was yes my number four was the other guys because again oh, like you yay. yeah it did make the list um because yeah it's just it's funny and felger and coombs are so hilarious and yeah it, it is always nice when there's the show that's about this main group of people it's like but what about those guys over there what's yep. their life like and yep. we got to see it. And yeah, I thought it was yeah. fun. It was just fun. Yep. My uh, number four was um, was Nightwalkers. Okay. Because it was, I think for me, mostly this season, I liked the shows that were kind of off, off, uh, you know, the main plot. Okay. It yeah. seemed way more entertaining. So yeah, I liked Nightwalkers. Okay. And to that effect... I'm going to, we'll come back to you, but then, so my number five was Frozen, because I was also kind of off to the left, but still very entertaining. Yeah. Okay. Back to you in the studio. My last one, my number five was Smoke and Mirrors. Well, wait, what was your number four? The other guys, I said. Oh, the other guys. Oh, you said that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. My number five is Smoke and Mirrors. Yeah. It's just, I mean, I hate Kinsey, but I love to hate him. And just, like, the twist of them, like, having stolen those mimic devices didn't see coming. Yeah. And, yeah, I thought that was interesting way because it's sort of, like, these two parts of government that are usually, like, butting heads were actually on the same side for once. Ah. And that's always interesting when they have to actually, like, work together. <laughs> and how, how rare that is. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's our top five. We only had one in common this time. It's interesting. Which is interesting, yes. So see, this episode is interesting. Yay! I told you it was going to be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the episodes are just kind of meh. Yes. There aren't any that I would say were egregiously bad. Most of the episodes well, of the season are like, they're fine. Right? That's the thing. Is there, yeah. I mean, there is your favorite episode ever in the history of TV in the yeah. ever and ever and ever. But yes. like, other than that, there weren't 
I mean, that's the kind of the thing is there weren't any that were super bad with just something that made you go like, what? No. Well, I mean, except maybe for Prometheus, but, um, but other than that, they were all just, okay. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Should we get into best episode per character? Yes, we should. Would you like to start? Okay. Uh, Hammond, again, this is starting to get hard for Hammond because he's not really in a lot of episodes for long periods of time as he was Mm -hmm. before. So I ended up going with Disclosure. Oh, okay. Just because, you know, there's a lot to be done in that episode, which could have been very dry and boring. And then there's just also the really badass moment when Thor shows up at the end and Hammond gets to be like, hey, Thor, what's up, buddy? You know, which is always fun. So just shove it up Kinsey's ass that, ha ha, no, 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 no. Supreme Commander of the Asgard fleet, I'm in charge. Ha ha. Which that's always fun. I'm the aliens. Yes. Yeah. I went with Sight Unseen because I remembered how much we had commended him and, and really liked that as soon as Jonas said that he saw something weird, Hammond was like, okay, we're putting this on lockdown. We're handling this properly. I believe you. Actually, I kind of believe you. We'll figure it out later. Let's be cautious. That's true. Yeah. Okay. I can see that. Mm -hmm. And that's what we talk about so much where we were like, oh my God. You travel to alien planets. Why (laughs) is this weird? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What's your favorite Jack episode? Uh, It was the other guys. Oh, how so for Jack? Um, Because I just loved how they wrote him to play off the other guys. Okay. And it was just wildly entertaining. It was, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Guess what mine is? <gasps> oh, was it also the other guys? I knew it. No. I knew it. No. It was Abyss, of course. Yay. Because, yeah. It's well, just. I thought you would either go with that one or what's the title of the one where he and Kinsey go to the other planet? Oh, Mayborn, you mean? Yes, Mayborn. Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost. Yeah, that was that was definitely in the running. Yeah. But you know, if if I have to choose the best of something from season six, if I can make it be Abyss, I'm gonna make it be Abyss because <laughs> Abyss is phenomenal. Are the rest of your best ofs just gonna be everyone that was in Abyss? No. Best dressed Abyss. <laughs> best dressed ball no. in Abyss. Best, no. Best kiss. <laughs> Nobody kissed, may or may not. <laughs> Nobody kissed head. in Abyss. In your well, head, you know, head. In my head, maybe, but <laughs> not in actuality. Uh, anyway. Um, okay, my favorite Tilk episode was Allegiance. Oh. I was going to go with Changeling, but oh, as we've talked about before, that's a really good Chris episode. Not necessarily... Tilk episode. Uh, yeah. You know how we've talked about that before sometimes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why I ended up going with Allegiance because it was a big, you know, plot point in the whole Jaffa rebellion. And, you know, Tilk had important stuff to do with trying to get all these people like together and working together with like Chokra and Jaffa, you know, coming together and trying to keep everything going crazy when the Azrak guy shows up and stuff. So that's yeah. why I went with Allegiance. 
Yeah. I did go with Changeling, but if we were going to go with, and I do remember us talking about that, and I do kind of agree. If I was to change my answer to a more Tilk, not Chris centric episode, I would probably go with either Redemption Part 1 or 2 in his scenes with mm-hmm. Ryak. Oh, yeah, those are good too. Yeah. Okay. Well, would you like to change your answer? Because these will be put up for the, these are the categories that go get put up for a vote for our listeners. So would you like to change your answer? You know what? Yes. I'm going to go with redemption part one, because that's the half that's mostly dealing with them, isn't it? And then part two is the Stargate issue. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Mm -hmm. Okay. What is your favorite Sam episode? Uh, Redemption Part 2. Okay. With her and McKay. Oh, they're always fun. Yep. <laughs> when they get to play off each other. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I went with Nightwalkers. Oh, that's good too. Because it was good to like get to see Sam be the leader and like, be the one in charge and doing like cool, awesome, badass stuff and everything. Yeah. That's true. It's always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for Jonas, I went with Shadow Play. Ooh, and why? Because you know he's the new character. We got a little bit of him at the end of season five, but it was nice to sort of go back and see, like, what the situation actually is there with his people and he how he might now fit in there with everything that's happened there since then and everything that's happened to him since he left so I think it starts laying the groundwork for if Jonas doesn't stay at the SGC like what would life be like back on Kelowna for him after all of this stuff has happened oh yeah I liked um I liked Descent for him because that was really the first the first one where um he kind of proved himself as a part of the team Mm-hmm. And for some reason, he kept having to do that. <laughs> yes, that was that was that was on my list too. Yeah, yeah, that was definitely on my short list. Yeah. All right, and your favorite Daniel episode because Daniel was in this season, so we get to pick a favorite Daniel episode. Yay! Mine was Changeling because every other appearance of Daniel, I was just so frustrated by the fact he was like, I can't do anything. I can't. No, I cannot help you. And I, that just made me mad so I really liked Changeling because he really was just kind of stealthy in mm-hmm. his I I can't do anything so I'm just gonna be here for you I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you know I'm here right over right over here okay very like, nice mm-hmm. uh surprise what was yours surprise <laughs> it's a miss <laughs> oh I did not see that coming I know right it's such a shock surprise <laughs> Um, is it also safe to say that you are picking Michael Shanks as your best male performance from no, a supporting not. guest star? No, I'm not. What? No. I'm not. <gasps> I, because I, I get, because that's a given. So I went with like, obviously it's Michael, but you know, let's call out some other stuff. So. Well, so I know we may or may not kind of change this as we do this, but so what I thought of for... Best male performance and best female performance from a supporting guest star, in my mind, was somebody who was a recurring 
guest star. So somebody that we see them and we're like, oh, it's you. Mm. And then the breakthrough to me was somebody that you like you only see. This was the first time you see them or this is the only time you see them. Okay. And that's I, kind I, of what I thought of. I generally, I think I agree with you, but my best female performance was from a one-off because I couldn't, the only recurring female guest star is Janet. And she had some cool stuff, but nothing that was like, go, go, Janet, you know, kind of thing. So, um, okay. So again, these, I'll make a poll on, I think Instagram, these are going to go up on now. You can vote for who you agree with for the best episodes per character. And we'll see. We'll see who wins. Ha <laughs> ha. Oh man. <laughs> abyss for everything. It'll just. Abyss. Anyway, all right. So moving on, best male performance from a supporting slash guest star. Yeah, I did. I did choose Michael Shanks. In which episode specifically? Uh, all of them. <laughs> okay. Whenever we saw him, it was like, oh, it's you. Oh, my God. You look so good. Yeah. it's. I also don't, for some reason, I don't think of Michael as a guest star. Because, <laughs> you know, even though he technically was, it's it's Michael Shanks as Daniel well, Jackson. You know. That's why I was excited to use it for this one. Because I was like, ha-ha, it technically works. <laughs> okay. Uh, I ended up going with Colin Cunningham in Disclosure. Because that was, that's got to be a tough episode as an actor because all you're doing is just info dumping. Yeah. Like all of this stuff. And it could have been very dry and dull and boring, but I think he did a great job with it. Hmm. So that's why I'm going with Colin. Oh, excellent job. Uh, so this is where I, where I think we're going to differ. So best female performance from a supporting slash guest star. I went with Ona Grauer as Ayana in Frozen. Ah, yeah. Because. I yeah. I made her my favorite breakthrough. Okay. That was where, if she didn't go here, that's where she was going to go yeah. for me. But yeah, again, a really tough part. She has like two, two lines of dialogue, three, five, four, five lines of dialogue yeah. and stuff. So that's always tough to do, and I think she did great with it and what that character sort of means for just, like, the lore of Stargate is interesting. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what I went with her. So, um, yeah, you're right that, like, there really weren't that many female recurring guest stars in this one. So um, I had to go with, uh, how do you, is it Jacqueline Samuda as Nirti? Okay. Just because okay. she was like the only person I could think of. <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Who was then your breakthrough male? Oh, um, Patrick Curry as fifth in Unnatural Selection. Ah. I went with Ian Buchanan as first. No. What? I know. Why? Because so he was just so creepy, like right off the bat. Like he just. He was got that character and so we got that character as the audience mm-hmm. you immediately knew who and like what he was even before it was revealed he was a real player like oh no don't creepy go don't like no yep. this is yeah. not gonna end up well yeah so why why fifth i don't it was just you know it it sticks out in my brain i'm like okay just such a well-performed part 
that, you know, this was actually one of the episodes that I remembered and it was mostly because I remembered his performance. So, hey. Yeah. Yeah. That that innocent thing can easily come off childish, mm-hmm. but he yeah, he managed to not act like he was like a 5-year-old somehow. Right. Yeah. Even though he kind of technically was, but he wasn't and it was good. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so for Breakthrough Female, I went with Alison Hostick as Zena Valk in Cure. The, oh, okay. Like the archaeologist chick in Cure, because I, I think she had a tough job, too, with having to, like, get, like, Jonas on her side and try and communicate that, like, something is wrong without coming out and saying something is wrong. Like, yeah. they're not telling you the whole story. There's more than what's going on. And I just I just liked her immediately and was like, I like you. I'm on your side. Tell me what's going on. And yeah. I will help. Yeah. So for your breakthrough female? Uh, mine was uh, Frozen. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's what you said. Okay. Anything you would like to add about that? Uh, no. Well performed. Liked her very much. Okay. Um. All right. Best comedic performance. I think we might have the same one or at least very similar. Yeah. Well, we, we there's best villain. Oh, best villain. Oh, I have mine slightly out of order then from what you have. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So who's your best villain? A man, Lord, you. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> I knew he was going to show up at some point. I thought you might have put him as like the supporting guest star. I wasn't sure. Oh, I, knew, I knew, but I knew he was going to be, I knew he was going to be somewhere on this list for you <laughs> because you like you so much. Me? You. No. No, not, not you. You. Man, I should have gone to sing for Halloween. <laughs> me? Did you go to me for Halloween? No, you. Oh, you. I should have oh. gone to you for Halloween. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I went with uh, the replicators in Unnatural Selection. Okay. Just like all of them. Minus fifth. Okay. But... Yes, because like, oh my God, replicators are human now. What the hell? <laughs> like, yeah, that's a whole new level of creepy and oh shit bad. Oh, that's true. That's a very good one. Yes, Ball was a very close second. Very close. Ball. Yeah, but I feel like so much of this season was just kind of like a little, a little eh of them here or there. Yeah, that really we they're not. I mean, obviously, they're not much, as much of a presence as Anubis because he's like the whole thing. But yeah, know, so trying to kind of find the tinier evils that we're yes. more distinctive. Yeah. Yes. Now, do we have best comedic performance? I don't know. Can we just can we say that it's us in that whole <laughs> Lord You routine that we just did? Because that was comedy gold. And that, that was pretty good. Just, um, the recurring Lord You bit the whole time. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think we're talking about the show specifically, not our commentary on the show. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. But that can be runner-up. <laughs> All right, then, yeah, I think we're both going to go with Felger and Coons, aren't we? Oh, yes, absolutely. Yay! Yes, yay. Look, Coons. everybody, he's got Coons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, okay, best cameo. Uh, Dean Stockwell as Dr. Kieran in Shadowplay. Me too! Yay! Yep. Because he was I just, really, he was so good. He's so good. I really wanted some sort of Quantum Leap homage or reference or something. Someone there. there was Somebody no, named Sam or Al. Yes. 
<laughs> Somebody named Sam or Al somewhere. Well, there was a Sam. We just needed an Al. That's, yeah, that's true. We did need an Al. Some sort of device, hand mm-hmm. device. Oh, did he have a cigar or was that something else? No, that's something else. No, that was something else where he was playing a role. Anyway. He had a, he had a cigar as Al. Okay. Oh, yes. right. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah, in Quantum Leap, yeah. he had a cigar. Yeah. So that's the homage that I was hoping for. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. But no, there was none. Oh, we are our best otherworldly beings. Um, so I went with the beings of the planet they go to in Memento. And how do you pronounce uh, them again? Is it Tagrians? Tag Tagrians, something Tagrians. like that. Yeah. And it's it's because of the thing I was talking about before that mm-hmm. it was a pretty, pretty good duo mm-hmm. attitude feeling of of what would happen if if aliens visited yeah. Earth, I would think. Yeah. Okay. Uh I went with the Sarakin from Forsaken, Ooh. who are the the actual alien looking people that ah. you know were actually in charge of the ship and not the human looking prisoners. Oh, okay. So why'd you go with them? I just thought, well, okay, this kind of leads into my best worst teachable moment mm-hmm. because it's that whole just because it looks alien doesn't mean it's the bad guy yeah. thing. Like the whole don't judge a book by its cover mm-hmm. kind of situation that I think you know they were getting. It's like just because these people look human doesn't mean they're the good guys. So yeah. And I like their story about how there were these two different races on their planet and they found the Stargate, but they, it like actually like united them and everything. Or wait, they went to save the other people and yeah. freed them from like Gould rule sort of. And, you know, they actually then learned to like live together in harmony and coexist and be a, a lovely, peaceful place for people to be. Sure, there's still crime and stuff, but you know, whatever. It's, right. you know. I just, I thought their story was interesting. It is The little we got of it. So. All right, cool. Did you, what was your best, worst teachable moment? Um, the, so it actually reminded me when I was looking back through all of the synopsis of the shows that we laughed so much at the sales pitch in Metamorphosis when they show up. And they meet all of those people that Near T is experimenting on. And they're like, she is a false god. She is helping. And they never, ever explain anything properly. They just kind of show up and it's like, everything you believe is a lie. By the way, your brother is dead. And like, <laughs> they don't say he came to us for help. Uh, here's what we yeah. know about the situation. And I remember us at the time being like, seriously, at this point in time, they really think that Sills Pitch is going to work. That people are just going to be like, oh, okay, let me yeah. change my entire belief system for you that I met five minutes ago. Yeah, that's true. So at this point in time, I'm going with that is the worst teachable moment. Okay. That they still somehow think that will work. Your God is a false God. <gasps> he is. What? what? Yeah. Okay. What do we do? Like, right. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, moving on to... Wait, yours. Uh, oh, the Forsaken, the whole judging the book by the cover. Oh, you okay. Yeah. Cause, just because they look human doesn't mean they're the good guys thing. Got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, should we move on to best on-screen team? Okay. Should we, should, should we say together again? Yes. Vulgar <laughs> <laughs> <Belgaric> Coons! <laughs> Yay. Yay. Yeah. It's, I mean, it has to be. There's no <laughs> other choice. 
It really is. They're the best. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Your best line. Well, to that end, my favorite line was, look, everybody, Everybody he's got goons with him. Me too. (laughs) Yay. Like, I just, uh, just, and the way he says it, (laughs) it's just, why, look, everybody, he's got coons with him. Like, it's just, it's so funny. It's so, (laughs) so funny. Yeah. So funny. Love it. Did we ever look up if there was a gag reel of that episode? Um, I did. If there is, it is not online anywhere and it is not on the DVDs. Sad. So, yeah, this was kind of before gag reels were really like a thing. So. But they had like a gag reel of season. There's an earlier season well, where there's, they play, like the outtakes. There's what from season one, but that was mostly like, you know, Sam going off on her MacGyver rant in Solitudes and you know yeah. ridiculous stuff like that I don't I think that's just somebody found that I like that stuff is not on the DVD so I don't even know where that stuff came from like the oh, season one really? ones okay. that's just out there somehow by because of somebody I don't even know found so. footage that's leaked <laughs> somehow yeah <laughs> somebody I don't know yeah okay all right okay who had your best kiss uh, the imaginary kiss at the end of the other guys. Ah, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I went with the actual kiss that Sam gave McKay on the cheek after they saved the SGC at the end of Redemption Part 2. Oh, okay. Because it's like, she doesn't hate him. He might be annoying, but she doesn't hate him. And they can get along and work together and do the thing they need to do to save the day. And there it is. Yeah. yeah. It's funny we were talking about this that we couldn't really think of kisses that happened, and then we there's that one, and then there's one that Jonas has. Yeah. Later on, and so yeah. there were actual kisses were to choose from. There were, yes. Mhm. All right. Yep. All right. Who's best dressed? Nearty. Yes, I agree. Okay. Daniel's white sweater ascension is a very close second, of course. Yeah. Because he just looks. It just looks like I just want to like hug him. It just looks so comfy and cozy. And I just want to like hug him in it and like yeah. cuddle a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still always imagine though for the Gould characters, especially for the female characters when they're wearing such like elaborate makeup and jewelry and all that stuff. I imagine how that character gets ready for the day. Yeah. And it just makes me giggle. <laughs> like, are they doing their own makeup? Do they have somebody else do their makeup for them? Yeah. How do they choose the outfits? Are they prepared for them? Is somebody else, do they have a whole team yes. that, you know, does the look? I don't, I don't am know. Am I like actually going out and conquering people today? Or am I just like sitting on my ship and letting people worship me? Right. You know, <sighs> yeah. Those decisions have to be made. You do. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. So. It's just, I giggle inside. It is, yep. Um, Best hero moment. So I went with Jonas's moment in Descent where he saves the day. Because I was really the main one I could think of where one member of the team just goes for it and saves everybody else's ass. And without that, everyone else would have been screwed. That's very true, yes. Yeah. Um, This one was kind of hard for me, and it finally came to me. So it's two moments, but by the same person in the same episode. Um, I went with, in Prophecy, Natanya 
who brings the poisoned water to knock out the Jaffa to let Jack and everybody out of the prison cells. Ah, and okay. Then when she shows up and just shoots Mott right in the back. Oh, yeah, okay. That's so I'm going with Natanya and what she does in prophecy. Ooh, I like it. Well done. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, best action sequence. Okay, so for this, I totally blanked. I do not have one because okay. <laughs> I couldn't just think of like one. Okay. Um, I went with the massive fight at the end of Allegiance when everybody's like guarding the gate against the Ashrak escaping. And then we get that slow-mo shot of Jack picking up that big ass machine gun and spinning in the 360 <laughs> to try and mow him down. Cause that's just awesome. for him to do that when you can't no. see? No, but it's still awesome. And I love it anyway. Ah, you know what? That might go under worst teachable moment also for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is not, that should not be on a training video. Okay. <laughs> For SG1 procedures. Okay. Okay. Um, all right. New category this season. Most what the fuck moment. Yay. Mine is how what the fuck can like four people steal an entire spaceship. Oh, mm-hmm. that's, yep. That's a good one. Yeah. I yeah. went more like, oh, what? Kind of what the fuck. Um, yeah. I have two because I couldn't, I couldn't quite pick. So maybe you can help me decide. Um, either the discovery that Ayana is one of the ancients in Frozen, because that's okay. like, wait, what? They're still here on Earth at that time? What? Ah! Um, uh-huh. or, uh, that Kinsey's not actually dead and the mimic devices were stolen to try and has- assassinate him. Because I remember, like, when we were talking about that episode, when that reveal came, we were like, oh, what? what? You know, Alien again. Right. Yeah. He's not dead? Oh. I mean, damn it, he's not dead. But also, <laughs> you know. I thought that was just a very good twist and a very good, actually, like, shocking, like, wait, what? Kind of moment on the show. That is true. I would go with that one. Okay. So, Kinsey not being dead and the mimic devices were used to assassinate What the fuck? Kinsey's not dead. Yeah. Damn it. What the fuck? (laughs) What the fuck? The Prometheus was stolen by four people and a camera crew. Yep. Okay. And we have best foreign territory titles, our, our top two. Yes. I think we may actually share one because I agreed with your notes that you left. Okay. So is that going to be the French one for the changeling? Yeah. I really called cool. Yeah. That one was called Dreamgate. Yes. yes, That's good. Uh, So what was your other one then? Um, My other one was the Czech version of Nightwalkers that I really disliked that it was Night Shift. Mm, Okay. Interesting. Yes. So stealthy. Yes. Yes. Okay. My other one was the Italian title for Unnatural Selection, which was The Still Time. Because, you know, time had, like, slowed down so much on that planet kind of a thing. But it was still time. It was. It's still time, but it's also still time. Yes. Double meaning. Yeah. Ah, So good. So clever. So good. Um, Okay. Hey, um, we have a question from the Discord, if you want to get to that. Yay! Okay. Okay, this is from Ayama88. If you could hang out with an SG-1 character for a day, who would it be and what would you do? <laughs> and as Kiri knows, I had a very quick answer to this one. That would be Jonas. I would finally take him out of the mountain. Yes. And just show him stuff. Yes. Yeah. That would be fun. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> this might surprise you. I thought about this for a long time. I'm going to hang out with Siler. Okay. Because you get to go everywhere. You get to see everything, but you don't have to go off world and be shot at. Okay. Also, usually maintenance people can just sneak in and not really be noticed. So I might be able to kind of sneak in places and maybe not supposed to be, but can be. You get to be the fly on the wall. The fly on the wall. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's what I'm doing. I'm going with Siler. Okay. I like it. Okay. Uh, Three to four shout out moments. General stuff we thought was cool this season. Uh, I only have one, and it's a shout-out to Daniel's sweater. Okay. <laughs> nice. It was, it was like a character out. unto itself. It is. And I think the fandom has made it... I think fandom has made it more of a character than the show intended. But... <laughs> I mean, we came up with a name for it, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I do actually have four <laughs> shout-out mm-hmm. moments. So to go along uh, with all your stuff in Descent, like Corrin actually holding his breath for like two minutes to do that stunt in yeah. Descent, that's awesome. That shot of Prometheus like rising up from the bunker when it like gets doling, because it's just, that's just such a cool shot. It is cool. Cool shot. Yeah. Uh, okay. Another just cool shot uh, in Memento when they're like raising the Stargate actually like up and there's like the sunset behind it. It's just like, oh, you know, yeah. awesome. Um, and then all of the transitions and changeling that take us between the realities because it was all practical. It was all just like stuff done on set with like set dressing and camera angles. There was no CG except for just like cutting the shots together. And yeah, it was just so good. So good. I'm going to throw out one that I just thought of right now. Okay. Of the, um, Cause you reminded me of uh, the raising and the Stargate memento it reminded me of the, when we were talking about how cool it was, the continuity of the first time that Jonas goes with them through the gate as a member of SG-1 and they did the continuity of mimicking the shot from earlier. That was cool. Shout out yes. to that one. That was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. That's a good shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. All right. Would you like to play your game where you, would. you badly described episodes and I have to try and figure <laughs> out what the hell you're talking about. This was so difficult to do with so many meh yeah. episodes. All right. How many how many do you got for me? I have one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. I don't know. I actually have more than that, but we'll okay. just see how funny they are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First one, um, Jonas learns what small town America really looks like. That's Nightwalkers. Uh, Richard Dean Anderson reenacts Lionel Richie's Dancing on the Ceiling video. <laughs> that's a miss. <laughs> yeah, that was actually my funniest one. I was proud of myself for that's, that. That's one. very good. That's very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, SG-1 gets offered the hottest new drug in the galaxy. Cure. Mm-hmm. Um, SG-1 learns that no one cares if TV producers die. Uh, oh, Prometheus. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, that guy died, um, and there's no mention of him ever again. Yep. Nobody cares. Uh, Jack still doesn't get to go fishing. Oh. Um. <laughs> Redemption part one? No. No. Jack still doesn't get to go fishing. Uh, 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 uh. That one has me stumped. Sight oh, unseen. sight unseen. I was about to say, sight unseen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he goes off to go fishing, but then 
yeah, outbreak and no fishing for Jack. Um, Jack and Mayborn learn what it would be like to compete on Survivor together. Paradise Lost. Yep. And two more. Uh, Jonas learns all about Mexican Day. (laughs) (laughs) That would be prophecy. Yay! And the last one is Daniel leads the team on a jewel heist. Full circle. Yay! Okay. These were so hard. That was, those were funny, though. That was good. Okay, good. Okay. All right. Now I have a game for you. Okay. So this is from Tanith on the Discord. And this is a game that has since been dubbed Desperate Sausage. <laughs> okay. In honor of our favorite episode. So basically, I've taken some quotes. I've replaced one of the words with sausage. And I would like you... To tell me what the original word is and who said it. Oh my god, I'm going to get only one of these if you say, look everyone, he's got sausage with him. <laughs> I think, I, 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 it's not that, to, I tried to go for fairly obvious things, but it should still be funny and amusing and stuff. Okay. Okay. All right, so the first one is, well, I've memorized all your mission reports. I just don't want people around here to start thinking I'm a sausage. Uh, that one would be Jonas. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what? So what word? But what word did like a sausage take the place of? I don't actually know. I just remember how much he was talking about. I'm a quick study. I've read everything. Uh, the word he he doesn't want people thinking he's strange. Oh, he is strange. You know what? Yes. I have to say that this whole season with him was a missed opportunity because. Now, SG-1 was half alien. They could have done yeah. so many cool things with this character, but instead they really made him very, very generic and just kind of made him like the encyclopedia Britannica yeah. Jonas. Yeah. So, okay. sorry, Jonas Quinn. Your character <laughs> was definitely done wrong. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, next one... I believe the sausages of Vancouver are superior warriors. Tuke? <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, Canucks of Vancouver? Yes! Okay. Okay. All right. Jack, I can't live on this stuff. It tastes like sausage. <laughs> that one actually makes sense. All right. That is Mayborn, and it tastes like arugula. Yes. Very good. I'm excited. I'm actually getting these. I know. Prescribe him some warm sausage. Prescribe him some warm milk? Yes. Who said it? <gasps> Crap. I can tell you who the person is talking to. Yes. They're talking to Janet in the infirmary. I don't remember who said it. It's Sam. Oh, okay. Because she tried to get Tilk to drink warm milk earlier in the cafeteria before he fainted. And he oh. was like, gross, no. So okay. that was her little joke. All right. Okay. Um, last one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I've got the eye and about a pound of very powerful sausage stuck to it. Give us clear access to the gate or I'll blow it up. <laughs> uh, that would be Jack mm-hmm. C4. Explosive, but yes. Explosives. Okay. Yes. All right. So that's my, uh, that's desperate sausage. That's fun. I didn't think I was going to get any of those. 
Shall, shall we continue Desperate Sausage next season? We should. And you didn't even okay. have to say, look, everybody, he's got sausage with him. I didn't, because that was going to be too obvious. I knew you were going to get that. So I had to go, <laughs> you know, a little, okay. you know, not too hard, but not like super obvious. So Okay. Yeah. So uh, thank you, Tanith, for Desperate Sausage. Yay. Um, all right. Any final thoughts you have on season six before we wrap it up? Um. I don't know. I feel like I kind of said it with my with my Jonas rant. Of, I really yes. just kind yeah. of looking back over the season. I can totally tell why neither one of us remember Jonas Quinn at all, because it was just very sad. Yeah. They could have made him so unique or quirky or weird or whatever. He's an alien. But they yes. no, they did nothing. They just kind of like yeah. used him for exposition, really. Yeah, it kind of seemed like they were holding back just in case Michael did end up coming back. They didn't want to give his character too much to yeah. do or be or something just in case he wasn't going to actually stick around. So, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, well, that presents an interesting question is what if Michael Shanks had not returned that season and Jonas Quinn had at least one more season? Do you think they would have been like, okay, we could start, we could start to develop him a little more, or you think they would have kept him the way he was? I think they could have then been like, okay, let's flesh him out a little more. Like, what have they built up for him? Like the little bits, like you know, the little things from like Shadowplay and like from Descent and the the little bits of character we got from him and stuff. And okay, how can we make that bigger, flesh it out more? Can we let him out of the mountain? on some adventures mm-hmm. um you know i mean he did go out on like night walkers but that was on like an official mission could we have like jonas in the big city or something you know yeah who knows? do you think a spin-off series with him back on his planet would have actually made it oh no i don't i don't think uh not a whole series no i don't know okay no. maybe no. like a mini series maybe i we do go back in season seven i'm pretty sure I'm remembering Maybe. correctly. Well, I feel like if it if if it's you know giving him a send off, I would feel like yes. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah we go back. Um, well, there's like the beginning of season seven. I thought there was something later in season seven. Oh yeah, there is. Yeah, we go back like mid season seven. We go back. Okay. To Kelowna. So you know, I wouldn't have minded some more. You know, sort of stuff here and there with Jonas. But, yeah, I don't think that could have supported a whole spinoff series on its Ooh, own. Okay. Maybe if Dean Stockwell hadn't gone crazy, possibly, you know, his mm. character. If his character could have stuck around. Ah, oh, the two of them on their own show. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh. I kind of like that idea. Mm. Okay. Uh, the show uh, that will never be. Yes. Well, what would you call it? Stargate Kelowna? Hmm. The Kelowna Project. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. TKP. Jonas Quinn, Stargate Man. <laughs> Possibly. All right. Well, that's going to do it for season six for us. And since we're getting into the holiday season, we're just going to take the next couple weeks off. Um, we're going to start season seven in January. So just happy holidays. Happy New Year to everybody. And uh, we'll see you in about a month with uh, Fallen, Season 7, Episode 1. Yay! Okay, bye! All right, bye, everybody. Bye!